Hey, so I want to talk to you real quick about Canva. Canva is amazing. If you've never used Canva, you are missing out. Here's the deal. Back in the day, we used to like have to learn complicated, difficult to understand, you know, design software stuff. And it was like not very easy, right? I never really got good at it. And it was a huge obstacle for me because I wasn't able to create beautiful things I wanted to create until I discovered Canva. So with Canva, you can easily create social media posts. Like I'm talking all different sizes. There's sizes custom for each platform. You can even create Instagram stories, Facebook stories, everything in Canva. You can also create presentations. You can even create business cards in Canva. You can do it all. I absolutely love it and I use it every single day in my own business and I also use it in the work that we complete for our clients. It's absolutely the most used tool in all of my businesses for sure. I wanted to tell you about it because I don't want you to miss out any longer. Try Canva Pro for free for 30 days and support the Social Sunshine Podcast and you are going to love it. All you got to do is go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 99. <laughs> I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Thank you so much for being here. If you've never been here before, welcome to the party. If you have, you know I love you. Thank you for coming back. Uh, today's show is super dope. My guest, Gwen Lane, is talking about making an income and an impact. And if you know me, you know that I love talking about making an impact using uh, social media, our businesses, any opportunity in life we can to make an impact on others and to do cool shit as much as possible, essentially. Um, and so she and I really had a cool chat. I look forward to you hearing that here in just a few minutes. So here is the situation. I am recording this before my birthday, but um, when this is released on September 13th, I will have just had my birthday. So September 11th, um, yeah, womp, womp. That's my birthday, 9-11. And <laughs> this year I'm uh, turning 41. It is um, an interesting feeling to say that because there was all that buildup to turning 40 a year ago. And, you know, as as a lot of you know, having um, – a big birthday or some sort of big occasion during 2020 whenever shit was just wild and crazy with all of the you-know-what stuff going on, um, it's a weird feeling. Because on one, you're like, well, I want to celebrate somehow because, you know, we have this 
fresh perspective. There's been a pandemic. Like I'm so thankful to be here and you know, all that stuff. Um, I'm a, I'm a deep thinker. I get very sentimental about all this stuff, but also it kind of sucked, right? (laughs) Like it was like, well, I can't really do much. Um, thankfully we did. We had a really small celebration with a few friends, but it just felt weird. Everything has just felt weird for a while. Right? Right. So Anyway, weird to think that it's a year later. I am now 41. Um, not sure what to do with that information except for just say, cool. <laughs> I'm so thankful to be here. And um, I am really, really thankful for this show with you. Honestly, it's one of the best things I have ever done in my life for sure. And um, coming up is the hundredth episode next week, which I'm super duper stoked about just to celebrate 100 episodes is going to be really cool. Okay. So before I get to my chat with Gwen, I want to go over a few um, uh, social media marketing news items, if you will, Um, because there was just a little list of things I wanted to share that have been, that I've been noticing lately that have been going on. And I'm wondering if you know about them and how you feel about them and all that. So the first one that I recently um, got a notification about, which I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago or something, was that Instagram is no longer paying for lives. So if you recall, if you're really active on Instagram or if you follow me or maybe you're in my membership, um, you know that I was talking about how Instagram was paying, literally paying money for people to go live. They just had like certain rules and guidelines that you had to go by. It was like, okay, go live this week for 30 minutes, go live next week with one other person for this many minutes. Like, you know, so if you followed these guidelines and rules, it actually literally paid off because I made $500. Um, and I know a lot of people out there did too, but I got a notification that that is not happening anymore. I don't know if it will ever happen again. It is a mystery, but it was neat while it lasted. That's why it's cool to get in on these, these weird, cool, crazy opportunities, right? With social media. And because I don't know, you never know, especially with Instagram, they're just going to be like, poof, it's gone now. Sorry. Um, (laughs) so anyway, that was, that was cool while, while it happened. I'm curious to know if you did that, did you do the lives? Did you get the payment? Um, let me know. I know you can't like tell me right now, but anytime you want to chat about what you heard in the show, um, just hit me up on Instagram at Brittany Crossen in the DMS or go to the show's Instagram, um, at the social sunshine podcast. We would love to hear from you. Okay. So the other thing that I recently saw on Instagram, which was more recently, just a matter of days ago, um, was that Instagram is asking your permission if they can share your reels to Facebook. So you may have seen this pop up on your screen. If you added an Instagram reels video recently, and it's it's interesting. I mean, you know, it's pretty straightforward. I read what it said and and I did say allow because why not let them show my reels videos to people on Facebook? Like I'm down with this. <laughs> and I'm interested to see the format, how it's going to be like, you know, laid out, how it's going to appear on our screens on I don't know. I think it's I think it's fascinating and it's like why not, you know? Um why not just show them and and I want to know like how it's going to affect our our numbers over on Instagram. Like how it's going to affect our views and our engagement and our following and all that stuff. So I saw that recently. I don't know if you saw that. And then the final thing um, that I saw lately, uh, which with um, 
with social media news type stuff is that LinkedIn is actually stopping their stories. Like they're discontinuing their stories feature at the end of September, uh, 2021. So if you're not aware, LinkedIn has been trying the stories feature, just like how obviously it's such a big deal on Instagram. And, um, a lot of people are more people are starting to use it on Facebook, but on, um, but on LinkedIn, it just wasn't, um, I don't know, I guess it just wasn't taking very well. And it makes sense to me. I mean, it's just, it doesn't quite jive with the LinkedIn vibe, in my opinion. I did use it many times. I tried to, you know, participate. And, um, but they are discontinuing it the end of September. So, you know, rest in peace, LinkedIn stories. Goodbye for now. Um, Anyway, that's it. I just thought I would share those uh, fun little tidbits to get you thinking about social media stuff. I also want to make sure you are on my email list. This is essential. And let me tell you two reasons why this is essential right now. Seriously, I'm not joking. One is that, well, first of all, you want to stay up to date, right? Because that is going straight into your email box. You don't have to scroll through social media and find a post where I talked about this or that and blah, blah, blah. Like it comes straight to your email. It's so convenient. And uh, let's see, what is it? Okay, so this episode is coming out September 30th. So, um, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, enrollment for the membership is opening very soon. So you have to be getting those emails from me every Monday to be one of the first to know because I want you to know about the enrollment in my membership. It is so freaking exciting. But the other reason why I want you on my email list is because of something that recently happened to a friend of mine. So a friend of mine who has a substantial following on Instagram, you know, over 30,000 followers, she's been on there for years. Um, and she's really revolved her entire business around Instagram because that's what she teaches is like, you know, coaches that are, um, that are, using Instagram, right, to market their business. Uh, her name is Erica Reitman. You might know her. Or you might have followed her. But she recently lost her Instagram account for like five days. Finally, she got it back after, you know, having to communicate with the Facebook team and all this stuff. But I mean, you know, when that happened, and her like her account was literally gone. Like if you looked it up, it just didn't exist. And it just makes me think more and more about, of course, me and you, right? Our connection. Cause I know a lot of you follow me on social media, which is amazing. Cause you know, I love social media. Like that's what we're here to talk about, but also weird shit can happen. And we have to have that other way to stay connected. And the email list is the way to do it. So if you aren't already doing that, with your community, with your audience. I highly recommend doing that. I use MailChimp. I love it. It is easy to use. I use it for myself. I use it for clients, the whole shebang. Um, definitely look into going ahead and setting that up ASAP just in case, heaven forbid, something happened to your Instagram account. Um, and I, I don't know. I just, it makes me feel nervous to just have like all of our eggs in one basket, right? Not, not even just Instagram, like anything, whatever you're using a lot of, what if it just went down temporarily for like a day or two and you had something important to tell your audience, right? Like if you have their email addresses, then you can communicate with people still. So that's why I want you on my email list as well. So please head over to brittanycrossoncom slash join email.
That's it. Very easy. BrittanyCrossin.com slash join email. Or you can just go to BrittanyCrossin.com and click on join email in the menu. Definitely, definitely do that so you can stay up to date on all of the stuff happening. Okay, I'm going to stop talking now because I want you to hear this chat I have with Gwen. It is really inspiring. She shares her story. And she really, really digs in there with me about making an impact, but also making the money and not being ashamed of that and not being scared to say it and doing all of the things. Really cool girl. I'm super stoked for you to listen to Gwen Lane coming up next. Today's guest helps influencers and entrepreneurs grow their influence and revenue through brand sponsorships and digital offers. She started her own lifestyle and travel blog, The LA Girl, in 2015 and has worked with top Fortune 500 brands like Disney, Facebook, Google, Nike, Target, and Starbucks, to name a few. She launched The Spark School in 2018 and has helped over 4,000 students through her online courses and programs. When she's not creating content or coaching, she's traveling or hiking with her husband and business partner, Luke. And a fun fact, this gal has hiked to Yosemite Falls with a 4,000 foot elevation gain. Wow. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Gwen Lane. Thanks, Brittany. You're welcome. Thank you for being here, for taking the time. And I think that that's amazing that you're a hiker. First of all, let's just go ahead and just talk about that for a second, because I'm not like a like maybe I should be like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little wimpy when it comes to these things, but I feel like maybe I should branch out. So what, what's up with the hiking? Like, is this something you've done for years or what? Yeah. So a couple things, like, I think that I'm someone that's always loved being outside in nature. I grew up in LA, so that's mountains, ocean. Some people don't think that there's mountains in LA and there's a lot. Um, and we have like 12,000 foot mountains there. And as a California girl, like I love Yosemite and I love Northern California. There's lots of mountains. So I, uh, as someone who has, you know, struggled with like mental health and overcoming trauma, nature has really helped with that healing journey. And so it helps me quiet down the thoughts of like self-doubt and fear and all of that. And so that has been something that's kind of been helping me um, just throughout life. Like life is hard. And so <laughs> when I'm outside just in the trees and like not a care in the world, it reduces stress. And there's also a lot of valuable business lessons that I've like learned with hiking. Like, first of all, like, you know, it takes work to get to the top. And then once you get to the top, you have to get down. Like there's, there's all these analogies of like, you have to be prepared to be there. And then sometimes you think it's the summit and then there it's not, it's like a fake summit and there's another summit. So it's like all these chasing goals. And one funny thing about it is I actually met my husband through hiking and that's how we met. And so there's like a love story in there as well. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is way more than just going on a little hike for some exercise. This is a big deal. Um, that is, you know, I love that you mentioned like analogies and things like that with business with your like physical activity or something. Cause I do the same thing as a runner. Um, I, especially in, right now it's so hot in Houston and I am thankful to have a treadmill. So I'm inside and whatnot, but like, if I'm outside, especially like I will never forget this one run. It's very similar to what you were just saying where the, it was, there were no clouds. So the sun was really beating down. I guess I didn't have on sunglasses. I don't know. And here I am running and I'm having to keep my head down because the sun is going to blind me if I don't. And then every once in a while, I would come to a spot where something would shade the sun, like a house. And I could actually look up, get look around. And I was like, 
this is deep. Okay. Cause there's sometimes where we just have to put our head down and do the work. And I mean, you know, like the whole, like you're saying the whole like life lesson, business lesson. So I, I get it. And you met your husband doing that too. That's so cool. Yeah. So we're both hikers. I was uh, training for the grand Canyon rim to rim hike. So it's like a 26 mile hike from the North rim to the South rim. I was reading wild with like Cheryl Strayed, And I was like, I'm going to do this old girl hike. And of course I meet my husband on a training hike and we end up like hiking and backpacking and we got engaged and married pretty quickly after that. So we found love through hiking and all we do during our hikes is talk about our business. So <laughs> pretty funny how that turned out I love it that is so cool that's really that and that's really impressive wow hiking the Grand Canyon um okay cool I love it well so tell me a little bit about why you started doing what you do because I mean I you know I'm reading all your stuff and I'm knowing that you did you started you know your blog a while back but now you're actually in a different position kind of helping teach right so what was that transition for like why did you do that Yeah. So I started blogging as a side hustle through my digital marketing job as working entertainment at the time. Um, And it was just, I wanted to do something different. I wanted something that um, I could pour my creativity into. I'm a very creative person. I love to paint. I do jewelry design. Like I started knitting. (laughs) So I'd like to do different things. And so the blog kind of just came out of thin air of like, hey, I want to start writing something to do. Um, I did not expect it to start gaining traction and following. And that was when kind of the influencer marketing kind of started. Um, Bloggers were already around and they were starting to get brand deals as mommy bloggers like would get stroller deals or car seat deals. And that was kind of how it started to become into influencers and YouTubers starting to get sponsored by brands. And so I was a blogger during that time. And as someone who had a 12 year background in digital marketing, I kind of knew the mechanics on the brand side of like what they were looking for, who they wanted to partner with, how much they were willing to pay, how they chose which influencers to work with. So when I started um, getting those questions from other influencers of like, how do we do that? And we want to create content full time. We want to quit our job and do this, but we need to make a certain amount of revenue per month. So I started answering those questions. And I think that's a lot of how businesses start, right? We just um, answer questions and solve problems. And we find ways to do that in a like a more systematized way rather than just answering each and every question that we get everywhere because that would be insane. And so I started the Spark School because I wanted to help more people. I felt like I kept repeating the same answers. So that's when I was like, I want to create an online course. I want people to be able to watch the videos and get the training. Um, I love worksheets. I've all, I've had a teaching background as well. I would do corporate uh, training. And so this was fun for me and the teaching Um, was really rewarding and really fulfilling. And so even though I loved content creation and being an influencer, I actually loved being a mentor and a coach more. And so that's where I put my focus. And I recently sold the LA girl to a friend uh, of mine who lives in LA because I just moved to Minnesota to be with my stepdaughter. And so I was able to fully focus on the teaching in the school um, and moving into that more fully. Right. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Well, and how amazing is it that 
aren't aren't these kind of paths like so interesting how things turn out right because you're like you said you're working in digital marketing you're doing this like more corporate thing and then then it all turns into this but like it came into play right I think that people that go through any sort of like a change or transition a pivot um <laughs> hot, <laughs> Love that a hot word. word um uh you know especially like with with careers since we're talking about uh, business here like I think that there's a worry that like something is going to be wasted or like there's time wasted, but I feel like most of the time you can look back and go, actually this thing I did in the past does serve me with this thing I'm doing now or in the future or whatever. And clearly yours, yours did. Yes. I love how you mentioned that because I didn't know it at the time. Right? No, you don't. I you never know at the, the time. <laughs> I'm at the, I'm in my cubicle going like, what am I doing here? Like, what do I just turn 60 and that's it? And I retire and I die. Is that it? And then now looking back, I'm like, oh, so that was like prep work. That was prerequisite. That was me building a experience that was me learning so I could teach other people and so now that I know that and I think it comes with you know emotional maturity and time I'm starting to think more about you know if I am in a challenge which as a business person that's like every day <laughs> or every other week yes. um, I'm like okay this is happening for a reason it's not because the world hates me <laughs> right? It's not because social media is evil and the algorithm's <laughs> out to get me. It's about, I need to learn something, right? Like right now, one of our biggest struggles is uh, Facebook ads, right? To be honest, it's like, we're trying to figure out how to keep our costs down because of rising costs. And that's just the market. And that's just the environment. And so am I just going to cry and sit here and say, everything's not working? Or do I figure out, okay, if this one thing's not working, what other things do we are working or what strategy can I try to make sure that I'm not dependent on one platform or something like that. And so as business owners, I think we have to be innovators and we have to be creative on challenges because they're going to come. And that goes back to hiking as well, right? If there's weather or something like that, you have to be prepared. If one path is blocked, you've got to find another path so you can get home. So all these things, and I feel like it's part of the adventure. And like you said, you don't know it at the time, but that's kind of the buildup, right? Right to the journey. Cause it would be so boring if you're just like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm successful. It's over. What right. is that? Right. That, that, exactly. That wouldn't be interesting at all. It has to be a roller coaster, right? Um, yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned the hiking again, because I'm thinking like any business owners out there, if you don't do, if you don't already do like a physical activity or some sort of challenging thing outside of work, and go ahead and do it. It doesn't have to be for the exercise. It's going to really exercise your mind, right? Like really get you thinking. Um, it comes in really handy. Um, okay. So let's, let's talk about what, what I want to talk with you about today was how you can make an impact. Well, I mean, make income while also making an impact, which is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I think that we talk about social media here on the show a whole lot. And of course, other things in business and, I just feel like the ultimate thing is to make an impact. It may sound cheesy, but it's true, right? In your heart as an individual, like you want to go out into the world, use things like social media, whatever, as a, as a tool to reach people. And I just feel like it's so important. What are, what's your thing with that, with being able to make an income, but also an impact at the same time? 
Yeah, so that's something that I talk to my students a lot. So a lot of the people I work with are content creators. And so they love creating content and the kind of like the necessary evil that comes with social media are like metrics, right? It's like we're measured by followers, likes, comments, engagement, reach, all these numbers. But at the end of the day, what we're all trying to do is reach people and either help them with our content, whether that's educational, entertainment, entertaining or empowering, right? And so I feel like something that a lot of people on social media, um, there's that, that balance or that focus on like, what are we focusing on? Are we focusing on trying to help people and getting our message out there and really making that impact? Or are we focused on how come nobody's liked it yet? Or how come this one only has this many views? And I think that is the constant challenge as a creator or someone who's trying to use social media is making sure we don't lose that intention of making an impact um, through like having a lens on the numbers. And that includes the income as well. Like I do believe that it's really hard to make an impact when you're worried about your income, right? It's, it's going to be really hard for you to, I want to help everyone, but my home life or my survival is in jeopardy. That's really, really hard. And I've been there where it's like, I don't know if I can make enough money. Um, I don't know if this is going to be enough. Like I need my basic needs met. Like that's every human being. And I believe that that is priority is taking care of yourself first. And then after that, it's like, okay, what can you, how can you run your business to be at a point where you're comfortable and like you have everything you want and you're able to do the things you want. So you feel inspired. Um, it's hard to feel very inspired and creative when you're worried about finances. And I know this firsthand. And so um, I knew that I was doing this as a side hustle first. Like I didn't want to quit my job and I never tell anyone quit your job right away. I want you to like feel secure at the same time. There is a point where you make a decision on, um, is the side thing or is your business at a point where you can take a leap and maybe you're not there quite yet, but you trust yourself and believe in yourself enough that you know that you're going to do what it takes to get it to that point so that you could leave the thing that doesn't make you happy anymore. Right. Right. Okay. I have to tell you this, this is, this is really, it's really weird that, that you said all the things you just said, because, um, as we're recording this, this is, I mean, I know this episode is coming out in a few weeks, but as we're recording this, the episode that came out today, I actually talked about how this has been happening to me and I'm just now coming on the other side of it over the last year. So I'm over here listening to you like, is she reading my mind? This is insane because we had a thing a year ago. My husband lost his job. Um, we decided, Hey, let's go with it. Let's treat it like an opportunity. We don't want that old corporate America crap anyway, anymore, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're all stoked about it. Right. But the reality is that then we had to swap places and suddenly it was up to me to match his previous income, which I was just part-time at, at that time. And then we, we swapped roles essentially in our family. Right. And it's been this year long thing where now finally after a year, it's feeling like you know, it's feeling pretty good, but I've just come off of that experience. Like what you were just saying. And I personally connect to that because you're right. I've had those because I usually I'm good at like helping inspire and spread hope and the positive vibes and all those things. But when you're in that moment with your family and you have to still provide financially, it's, it's a, it's hard. It makes it more challenging to be like, I'm going to go out here and make an impact on people, right? Whenever you're yeah. like, I need to uh, make money, then let's go back and make an impact. So, I mean, 
I think it's, it's fate that you are here that you said that. Cause it means a lot. Um, and you did it yourself, right? You had to juggle cause you were part-time and then it all, I mean, you transitioned though, right? Cause did you start your blog while you were still working your old? Okay. Yeah. So I started the blog and it, that took about two years to get to the point where I could quit my job and I was making enough money, um, getting sponsored by brands. And yeah. so I was able to do that in about two and a half years, which was pretty fast still yeah. in that, in that I was like, in the, in the grand scheme of things, if it's going to take you a year or two years to get to the point where you can work for yourself and not have to worry and still be making the same or near the amount that you would get on your paycheck. Like that's worth it. Sometimes people think like, oh, it's a year. That's so long. I'm like a year went by so fast. This past year, I'm like, I don't even know what happened in the last two years. (laughs) It's like, it's August. I was going to say July. It's August. And so sometimes I feel like people underestimate, you know, um, what you could do, but also like uh, overestimate like the amount of time it's going to take because the truth is like that the first two years was just the first two years. And if you want to be in business, it's going to be 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. So it's like, to me, I was willing to invest that time because I knew it wasn't going to, it wasn't going to happen instantaneously that some people are expecting stuff on demand right now. Right. Right. Yeah. You're right. It, and it, it's hard it, when you're in that position too, because sometimes you have those days where you're so impatient and you're just like, Oh, I just want to hurry up. I want to fast forward to that next step. I'm so excited. And usually it comes from that, right? Excitement. And it probably stems from some sort of positive feeling that you want to fast forward to that next step. But sometimes we got to be like, okay, calm down, calm down, Brittany. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be okay. You're going to get there. Um, So how do you feel about, I would love to know your, your opinion on like ways people can make an impact while they're making money as well. Like, I mean, some examples of things, I think that there's people, the reason why I ask is that I, I talk to a lot of people that are, will hold back basically. And, um, not, you know, maybe they have this great story to tell of why they started their business and something that's super inspiring or something like that. And they hold back and like, nobody really cares. Nobody cares about my life or my story and really down on themselves with all the self-doubt and low confidence. But I mean, how, how can someone get out of that to where they want to start making an impact? Well, step one, go for a hike. Just kidding. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So it really comes down to, I think it's a choice every day. Um, I don't make it like, oh, it's like I, I chose to make an impact. So fear is gone and that stage of life is over. And I'm like off to the races. And I always say, no, it's like a moment to moment thing. So I'm a big practitioner of mindset or mindfulness and being mindful and being mindful, which I was just reading a book is about being aware and present in moment to moment. So it's not about tomorrow or later today or what I did yesterday. It's like this moment. And so I think sometimes people overwhelm themselves with these thoughts of like, oh, if I share my story, I'm going to have to do this. And people are going to say this and things like that. And like, there's goes the barrage and spiral of doom is what I call it. Um, so I just think about like the moment and I just, one thing that I do is like, I meditate, I do breathing, like I clear my head and the workout or something physical really helps with that. Cause when you're tired or like your energy is 
spent, it's hard to think of all those things. Usually it's clear. And so I do a meditation right after my workout. And then I choose like today, am I going to choose making an impact or all those negative thoughts that are swirling in the back because they never go away. They just come up as you do something. And usually it's if you do something new or if you do something that you've never done before, um, usually when you're launching something or you're talking about an offer or selling something, those things come up. But as you, you know, yeah, have more experience, you practice more, just like riding a bike or, or driving, the fear kind of goes away. Like, I'm not really afraid of um, driving anymore. But if let's say like I almost get an accident that day, I might be fearful of driving that day, but it doesn't mean am I, am I going to stop driving? No, because I need to go to the grocery store. And so then you choose that's more important, the thing I have to do. And so I think it's a choice of like, do I want to make an impact today? And if I do, how do I want to do it? Which is the next question, right? It's like, and for me on social media, this is why people are like, you know, you don't have to post every day. But for me, it's like every day I want to say something. Every day, if this yes. is the last day, I want my last post to be meaningful and that maybe one person read it and was like, oh, today is the day I'm inspired or today's the day I choose to make an impact or today's the day I'm going to go for it. And so it's, I, I never think of it as like, oh, you know, um, what am I get? if I want to do this, what am I going to do next week? I, I think of it as a day-to-day -day thing. And I think that's easier and that's less pressure on ourselves. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's, a, that's an interesting point. So is that how you usually handle your own social media? Like your Gwen Lane social media, you do, are you really mostly about speaking like in the moment right then every single time, pretty much? I mean, I know we've all got to like sell things, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's interesting because I think some people get confused on that, right? Like, do I plan all these things out? How am I going to know how I feel that day? You know, how do you handle that? So I do plan content. I yeah. feel like that's, there's like the macro and the micro, right? So like right. on a, you know, every year I look at what are the things we want to hit? Like the right. big tentpole events. I'd look at it into, into, in a terms of an editorial calendar, right? Like I want to talk mm -hmm. about you know, women's month. And I want to talk about entrepreneurship and like right. the big things, but I do plan content and I, and I put that in the lens of what do I want to talk about today? And just because like, I write something today, like today, if I want to write and talk about, you know, what's going on about like, you know, let's say I want to talk about meditation or something like that. I'll write it today. I don't have to post it today. If I already had content that I planned yes last week, but it, let's say today I'm like super passionate uh, and I want to post it today, then I just move today's planned content to two weeks later. So yeah. I think that's a great thing about being the boss is that you get to approve and green light things as you wish. Um, I do believe in planning because that means that you're going to be more consistent and I'm a big believer in consistency, but also if you have a moment, that's what I love about social media. It's like, I have a post that's planned, but I'm going to go live today, or I'm going to do a story and you can do things in the moment. And I think people love the authenticity and the rawness of today I'm talking to you and I'm I, this wasn't pre-filmed, this wasn't planned. And I just right. want to speak from the heart. And so I feel like there is an authenticity. And what I love about social media is that they built features around things that can be planned versus things that are, are happening in the moment. Right. 
Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I think that's going to be really helpful for a lot of people because I think a lot of people get confused on that and are like, I've had people say things. I'm not, I'm just kind of paraphrasing, but like something along the lines of like, but if I didn't experience that particular thing today and I didn't actually write that today, but I posted today, am I, am I being like not genuine? Am I, and I'm like, no, it's not like that. Like, you know what I mean? I think that some people get that confused and think that, um, like for example, if you post a picture uh, from your vacation in Italy, that it means that you're literally there at that moment and you just took that picture and posted it. It's the same kind of thing. Like, no, that's, and it's okay. I think people need permission to be like, it's okay to do it that way. It's okay to plan. Like you said, you can still speak from the heart. You can still write what you're feeling passionate about in that moment and then use it when you want to use it, whether it's that day or another day. I think that's confusing for some people, but you're right. Like you could, you can mix it up, right? Have like post scheduled and then go into your stories and speak your mind at that moment if you want to. Yeah. And I think it's just being honest. So when I have a post of like, this is from a vacation from two years ago, which with uh, the pandemic, I was repurposing everything because I wasn't taking new photos. I was at home in my sweatpants and (laughs) nobody wanted to come take my photos because it was, you know, not safe. And so I think like just being honest, like this photo is from last week or this is last year's photo nobody cares like nobody's gonna be like messaging you and I think people (laughs) that goes back to the fear of like you're always fearful of what people will think and instead of focusing on okay how can my caption or my photo or my message today and the story I'm gonna share gonna help someone like no one's ever gonna say that it's it's like those people who think oh like uh people are gonna say I wore the same shirt I'm like we're humans, unless we have 365 <laughs> t-shirts, that's right. And so people, I think sometimes we focus on the wrong things and focus on things that don't matter. And yes, that's a practice as you get, you know, more experience and practice in business, you're going to learn about what people care about and what they don't. And I also say like, it's also selfish of us to think that they care about things that they don't care about. I think <laughs> 95% of the time, if I say, do they care? It's a no. Like everyone is so busy with their own lives that they don't really care when you took that photo. And if they do, they're bored and bored. they have nothing better than to do than to hate on you. And so for me, I always go into the lens of positivity. Like I'm here to help people. If you, if that didn't um, land with you, great. Maybe you're not even my target customer or my target follower, but you're still following me for some reason. Right. And two, like I just need to answer to myself and trust myself and and know myself enough that I had a, a, a good intention to help someone with that message today. And whether it was received or like people have questions about it, like I don't have time to think about that because I'm talk I'm thinking about the next thing that I'm going to do to make an impact. Right. Okay. I just came up with something when you said that, that because people say, okay, let me see your opinion on this. When it comes to, to your content and, you know, you're wanting to, obviously, like we're talking about, you're wanting to make an impact. So you're wanting to share um, good things that, that are going to help people. And sometimes that means we are sharing about ourselves, right? Our own experience, something we went through, blah, 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 whatever. And, um, but then there's people who are like, well, but it's not about you. It's about your audience. And I think that's also very confusing for people um, because they're like, what do you mean? Like, I have to talk about me. That's all I know. Right. And, and you, and you should, I think, obviously we should, we should tell our stories. We should use that that to inspire and encourage and give hope to others. 
but how do you make that balance? Like, do you have a thing you do? If you're about to write something up, do you kind of check yourself? Like, how, is this going to serve my people and da, da, da? How do you, how do you do that? Always. So I always ask the question before publishing, before putting it in the content calendar, before planning, like one, is this going to help someone reading it? Two, is it like, does it feel good and authentic to me to share this, right? If it doesn't feel good, like I'm not going to post it because that's not me. Um, So yeah, I do ask that. And the thing with that about sharing about ourselves, we're not doing it because we want to talk about ourselves. We're actually using ourselves as um, the guinea pig. Yep. So this is what um, I was reading. uh, I think it was called the Focus Project um, book. And it's like people want to see other people doing it or going through it to see that it's possible to do it and to see that it's you can make mistakes or you can see other people failing but sometimes it's hard to see yourself failing and so I think with our stories like that's how we learn is through stories and reading and learning what other people have done and so the more you share about you and I think there's different levels about sharing about you. Like some people only like to share wins. I like to share struggles. I like to share vulnerabilities. I like to share that I'm not, you know, this person that just had everything handed to me. Like, you know, I have been, you know, going to therapy for many decades. And I share that because then people are going to be like, oh, okay, I had those struggles too. I connect with that person. And they were still able to achieve this success. And so it it becomes more of an empowering and an inspiring message rather than, you know, oh, this is just, you know, of course it's great for, and there's aspirational too, right? I think like a lot of celebrities or people like they, they post that stuff and you're like, oh, I want that too. Versus like, oh, I connect with this person because they've also gone through stuff that I've gone through. And now I see that it's possible for me as well. So for me, it's the more of the second feeling is what I try to do in my content. And I always ask myself, what is the goal of my content? Like, I don't just do like summer selfie or whatever. (laughs) I always tell creators, like, is there a point to the post? Because if it's just to show your outfit, there's that's one level and some people like love that they just want to see outfits but then it's like does this outfit make you feel confident and why did you choose this outfit and like does this make you remember a story about when you didn't feel confident and so there's different levels of content that I think helps people on different levels and you get to choose and I go for the deeper more vulnerable side right well, I'm glad that you brought that up. Well, first of all, thank you for talking about the other because I, I just think that that's very confusing for people. And I want to also encourage people definitely still talk about you as in telling your story, your experience, whatever you have to offer. I mean, that's the whole point. I think when people say it's not about you, it's about your audience, it really causes a a, a weird <laughs> thing for people. But I'm glad that you clarified that because I feel the same uh, way as you. But you know, before we go, I want to touch on, on the types of people that you're helping, uh, like content creators and whatnot, because you just said something that sparked something in me that I've learned just from maybe having friends that do, um, you know, blog about something like fashion, let's say, and you say, you know, they can take it to a deeper level, right? Like, yeah, of course you got a pretty outfit on and that's how you want to talk about today. That's all you, that's fine. But we can also take it to this next level. And I have such a respect for, for people that do that kind of work. And I know that like, there's, there's so much hate out there and it's just like, oh, influencer. And everybody makes fun of this, this title, but I have mad respect for people that do this and do it well, 
right? And you're right. Like a lot goes into someone's content when they work hard on it. And you think, oh, they're just, just quote unquote, a fashion blogger or whatever. And it makes me mad when people do that. But beyond that, I would love for you to speak to that about someone who is lacking that confidence, right? They're like, look, I, I, I do want to post the pretty pictures. I, I want to show my outfit. I want to show my vacation. And maybe they feel like, like there's some sort of hate out there on that. Can we like encourage these people to get out there and do that? Because I do think it can be deeper and it can be amazing doing that kind of work. Well, first of all, Brittany, thank you for acknowledging that. Cause that's something that I feel like influencers and content creators, we, they get a bad rap because of the few, of course, there's bad, everything there's bad doctors, bad teachers. Yes. Bad, everything totally. like your profession or title does not um, you know, automatically deem you good or bad, but right. we all know that. Yes. So it takes a lot to create content, right? If you, all these people that take gorgeous photos, they're doing photo shoots. You think they're traveling and on vacation. They're not, they're creating content. So for example, for me, when I was doing travel content, like I have to cut part of my day of like, okay, we're shooting and I'm not on the beach. I am on the beach, but we're shooting content. And I am taking photos. I'm making sure the hotel that sponsored me is where is in the background. Like I'm literally producing, directing, styling, makeup, editing, everything. And then usually the brands require you to approve all the content. So you have to like send in your captions and you have to have all the talking points that they require from you. And so people are like, it must be nice to get flown out for free. And I'm like, yeah, but it's work. It's like, I am the model, the photographer, the editor, the photo shoot, the copywriter. I have 15 hats on and yes, like it's fun and it's great. And I get to do that, but nothing is free. Right? People always think you get all this free stuff. I'm like, there's expectations with this stuff. You have to create content. And as most people know, social media is a full, could be a full-time job if you're doing it um, in a way where it's consistently, you know, creating content that it's a job. Um, and so that's one thing I wanted to address. And then you talked about like, for people who want to post that. So yeah, I think that the first thing is asked, like, what is your intention to post content? Is it to, you know, help people, um, make a decision on buying your product or is it like you know you are a coach and you want them to see what's possible and to start um being out of their comfort zone and so i think think about why you want to do it first because i feel like if you don't know it's fine too it's a hobby some people just like post photos of their kids and it's for family to look at yes. that's totally fine but if you're doing this as a business it's like what's the point and I always talk about, you know, I sell stuff 20% of the time, if not less, like 80% is organic content. And it's just value content. And 20% is my conversion content where I'd be like, Hey, also I teach people how to do this. Or, Hey, also, if you need help growing your following, I do this. Or if you need help pitching to brands, I do this. Um, and through learning about me and my life, which I like to share about because I'm a lifestyle person. Um, that's when they decide, oh, I like one because I want to learn from a woman of color or I want to learn from someone who's also overcome trauma and abuse, you know? And so the more you talk about your life, the more people can decide 
um, if that's, if you're who they want to learn from or buy from and to be just inspired. Like I, I follow people all the time that do fashion and outfits and it's because I want to, you know, I'm working on my signature style. You know, I am uh, getting to be in my forties soon. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't want to dress like I shopped at forever 21 anymore. <laughs> and so <laughs> I want to upgrade my signature look. And there are people sharing outfits and that is inspiring me to be like, okay, I need to stop buying stuff that I'm never going to wear or, you know, buying more um, things that are going to last longer, you know? And Same. so I think, <laughs> right. Like I have so much stuff that I never wear anymore. I'm like, why did I buy this? And it's so wasteful. And you start thinking about that. And so for me, I think that if there's intention behind your content and your intention is to make an impact with what you post, then by all means post it and then decide, is this a hobby or is this a business? And if it is a business, like what is that? And what are what is the solution that you're trying to present to people? And so there's different steps to it. And I think that at the end of the day to just know that there's always going to be haters. They're never going to go away, no matter what your intentions are. I still have haters. People like emailing me back saying my email was the worst thing they've ever um, read. And I'm like, I just gave you some content tips. Like I didn't even say anything crazy, but but I have to remember that's not about me. So that's the thing, the switch on that. It's like when someone is negative, it's not about you. It's totally about them and what they're experiencing in their life. And I think that I've learned a lot of compassion over the years that it's like a lot of people, you know, don't know what else to do and they have no other outlets. They need to go for a hike instead. <laughs> and it's so easy to just like, put a hateful comment or to reply something back to people who are trying to do something good. And that's just part of the job title. Unfortunately, if you're in social media or an online entrepreneur. Um, but I think as you practice, and then that is the negative, right? There's the positive. And I, I always focus when I see something like that, I was like, let me read some testimonials of my clients. And it yes. always makes me feel better. Cause I'm like, I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you got to do that. Um, okay, before I let you go, I want to end on this note. I think will be really interesting to hear what you have to say. So once someone, we're taking it to the next level. So once someone's been putting in the work like you have for years and you get to this point of where you are making a great income in your, in whatever your perspective of whatever that means to you. Right. And you're making a good income and you feel like you have the successful business online and you're doing the thing, but you got to check yourself every once in a while. Right. Like remind yourself why you started, what your mission is, what your message is, all of that. Like, do you have anything that you do to make sure as now as this successful business owner to bring yourself kind of like back to the foundation? you know? Yes. And so something that I feel like has contributed, if not is the reason for my success is having those daily habits and daily routines. So every single day I go back to the vision and to the reason why I started. And that's every morning. <laughs> There's no like break, like every morning I write things down. And then I also have a vision book where I've been writing for years, like, what is it? Why did I start? And who do I want to help? And why do I want to do this? Because I feel like 
if you are just doing this for fame or money, that gas will run out really quickly. But if there is that impact mission and that impact um, goal, I feel like that's what drives the people. If you think about the people who've been doing this for years, like 20, 40 years, and they're still running their business or, you know, they're doing something successfully, it's because they had a reason to begin with and they stayed true to that reason throughout. But sometimes we forget. And the only way to not forget is to do that daily. It's like brushing your teeth. How do you not forget to brush your teeth? You do it every day. Yeah. And then it becomes a habit. And so I feel like to me, like my habit is every day checking in. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I showing up? Why am I doing this today? Yes, there are days that I'm like, I don't feel well. Today is not a day I'm choosing. Totally. <laughs> yes. Everyone gets a sick day. Everyone gets mental health days. I take personal days. Sometimes like I've been working super hard. I'm just like, okay, I need to take a day off and yeah. I'm not doing my morning routine. I'm not getting on the Peloton today. <laughs> That's fine. There's rest. But then also like the next day, it's like, okay, another day I get to do this. What do I want to do? And I go back to my vision book. Some people have a vision board, right? To see right. what their vision is. I have a vision book where I like write things down. And those are the things that I write about, like, who do I want to help? Why do I want to help them? What is my ultimate vision? I do, I do like exercises of my dream reality. And what would it look like if I had everything I wanted? And what's funny is like, I feel like I already have that now. <laughs> like I get to be where I want to be. I get to work from anywhere. I get to travel when I want. Yes, there's constraint limitations in life, but ultimately like, I have the choice to spend my time on my business and not work when I don't have to. But um, also like, I also have goals, but again, always going back to the moment and thinking about, do I wanna make an impact? If it's a yes, okay, great, let's do that. And if it's a no, then think about, okay, why am I doing this in the first place? So I think checking in with yourself every day or when those feelings of doubt and fear come because they come all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just have to choose the tools that'll help you get through that. That's amazing. Thank you. And a vision book. I'm, I'm into this. Okay. I might, I, we might need to talk about this later. I like that better than a vision board. And I can, right? believe, I mean, it's such a good idea. Cause I love you can it. bring it with you everywhere too. Cause like a vision board, it's like a poster board on your wall. But yeah. when I'm traveling, I actually write in my vision book Yeah. and I write like, Oh, like, you know, like, let's say I'm in economy and I'm like, oh, next time I'm going to do first class. <laughs> <laughs> that's my mission for next time. There you go. <laughs> that's like, so smart. First class, enjoying my champagne. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love it. And I forgot you were a fellow Pelotoner. Okay. I yes, mean. I am. <laughs> I had a workout with um, Ben this morning. <laughs> and all this it. is my guy yeah oh I love it I had a I had a run with Matt Wilpers <laughs> um all right well I'll let you go Gwen but before I do please tell everybody how they can find you um how they can follow you and of course we'll also put it in the show notes definitely so you can go to gwenlane.com and you can follow me on social I'm at hey Gwen Lane. perfect all right thank you so much thanks Brittany 
Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.